Hey, I'm Alexander Garrett, and uh, welcome inside to Keeping It Real today. Now, I'm going to make an extra time with Alex Garrett feature because uh, keep your lips from speaking guile is an old adage, and I, I talked about it recently on my last podcast, and I feel like on a Sunday like this where we are in our churches to honor God, uh, that's what he wants. He doesn't want us to speak guile. He wants our lips to not speak guile. So we'll cover that. But I'm firing up the microphone now because I've got a couple thoughts on the sports scene. Uh, many of you know that's my background. I used to have a show called Keeping Your, called uh, The Sports Hour with Alexander Garrett. And I just love talking about sports. So here it goes. Um, yesterday, last night, big win for the Yankees and the Mets. Bigger win for the Mets as Rajay Davis hits a three-run double, bases-clearing double, down the left field line, in the left field. But coming into the day, and it's still going to be a lingering thing because obviously the season's not over. Obviously the Yankees are only, uh, the Mets rather, only two games out of the wild card. So this, this question will continue to pop up. And it is, if you're Mickey Calloway, and you read the papers about how bad it was that you once again paired Wilson Ramos and Noah Syndergaard. Well then, will you do it again if you see all the reaction? That's my main question today. Mets and Dodgers at 7 p.m., by the way. But that's my main question. Could it be that Mickey Calloway again puts Noah with Wilson Ramos? There are a couple thoughts on this because first of all it's infuriating that this is even a mess right now in the middle of a playoff run. It's an unnecessary distraction that's been brought on by a leak to the media and a doubling down by Callaway to say I know who's boss and of course there's the aspect of well Wilson Ramos hits better than Thomas Nito and that's probably very true. It is. But the ERA for Thor is what 2.45 when him and Nito are the battery mates on the mound and behind the mound, behind the plate for the Mets. 5.09 ERA for Thor, Noah Syndergaard when Ramos is in. Does that make any sense to keep that duo going every fifth day? You know, Tim Wakefield had Mr. Doug Mirabelli on. As his catcher when to handle knuckleball. And that was a very special case. But. Personal catchers are a thing. And I think if, if it's going to result in a 2.45 ERA. You put Thomas Nito in there. Mickey Calloway. There's no ifs ands or ands about it. Offensively you've got guys like Alonzo, J.G. Davis. Comforto, McNeil. I mean you don't have a thin lineup at all this year. Very interesting for the Mets if that's the case. Because sometimes their lineup has been thin in the past. But now's the time to make the right moves, Mickey Calloway. And you got lucky with Rajay last night. With the bases loaded and two outs against the Dodgers about in the eighth. But now's the time to really, truly Listen to what the papers are saying. Listen to what your own pitcher is saying. 
Thor's not an ace. DeGrom's the ace by far. But Thor is pretty good. And he deserves to be listened to. Especially when the numbers don't lie. The numbers are not lying here. And so, maybe this week we'll see a Nito-Thor combination. I think it would make sense. It would make total and utter sense for that to be the case. The best move of the night, though, for Mickey last night wasn't even Rajai Davis. It was not putting in Eddie Diaz, Edwin Diaz, to close out the game last night. Up three in the bottom, in the top of the ninth. In fact, uh, closing it out for the Mets last night was Justin Wilson. Wilson gets his third save. So against the best record in the National League, Dodgers, to come away with one as a start, let's see how they do tonight against them at City Field. But how would you feel if you were a manager and you woke up? Alex Gene NYC is my Twitter. Alex Gene NYC is my Twitter. If you woke up, saw the headlines lambasting you for starting Ramos over Nito in a game where Thor started, wouldn't you want to make that change? Today? Yesterday? I think so. But Callaway's going to do it the Callaway way, which sometimes has not helped them in this playoff run by any stretch of the imagination. Sometimes this team wins in spite of Mickey Calloway, and that's just the honest truth. Aaron Boone has his guys at 98 wins. Could get 99 today. Sometimes I think they win in spite of his moves too. But who are we, the fans in the stands, to really, really, really know what's going through these managers' minds? Well, the press conference. And in these press conferences, Callaway does give head-scratching answers to real situations that might actually keep the Mets out of the playoffs if they don't watch it very carefully. As for the Yankees, some great news. I don't know if you've seen on my video for Family Network, but I broke the news that Luis Severino, back this Tuesday against the Angels, back on the mound for the first time in 2019. And that's huge in this playoff push. Dellen Batantas and actually a strong righty, a uh, strong lefty in Jordan Montgomery, back on for the Yanks today as well. Then Stanton's coming back soon. And they're hoping Gary Sanchez as well. I think the Yanks are getting healthy at the right time. Because you're going to face a team like the Astros that have 90-plus wins that have homer after homer. You're going to face a Twins team that made a Major League Baseball mark for home runs this regular season. And you're going to have powerhouses like the Athletics also in the way of the Yankees. So, I mean, any reinforcement they can get, I'm sure they're gladly going to take coming down the last couple weeks of September. Giants play today. We'll see how they do against a Buffalo team that last week was down 16. Came back 
17-16. Another test for Eli and this offensive line. Because obviously the Bills shut down the Jets after 16. And of course in the Jets land, the Mar- Darnold Mono diagnosis is scaring the whole living daylights out of the Jet organization, out of the Jet fan base. Yet today Adam Schefter's reporting, hey, and Ian Rapport, hey, could be back before week six or five. We'll see where the Jets are by then. But blowing a 16-0 lead is not the way to start out a National Football League season. It's just not. It's just not. So busy day of football, busy day of baseball again. Yanks looking to stay top of the best record in Major League Baseball overall. Mets looking to continue to inch up against the Nats and the Cubs. And then in football... We'll see what the Giants do firstly. The Jets, they have to wait till tomorrow night to see how they do with their filling quarterback. And you never know. That might be the start of a career tomorrow night against a Browns team that got lambasted last week. I expect some lambastings today. And I don't usually do this, but I'll give you some picks because I'm I'm genuinely curious to see who's on on the slate today in week two. Of course, week two already started on Thursday with the Bucks beating the Panthers 20-14 in Carolina. But let's go down the league, shall we? Giants, Bills. After last week, Bills do have some momentum. Giants do not. Manning versus Allen. I still think you got to give it to Eli on the home opener. But I'm going to say like 20 to 16. 20 to 16. Giants uh, win it. Let's see if I'm right. Cowboys Redskins, a very big rivalry renewed today in our nation's capital. Cowboys having won five consecutive games against NFC East opponents. But Redskins looked scary last week. I don't see them overcoming the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys go 2 and 0. Another close one. 27-24. Cowboys over the Redskins. Colts-Titans. I don't think many care about this one. But of course Indianapolis will have to deal with another week of Andrew Luck-less football because of course Luck retired before the season started. Going to give this one to the Titans. Seahawks, Steelers. Steelers last week getting trounced, embarrassed. Come home. Having lost 33-3 against the Patriots. I think they're motivated to win. And avoid their first 0-2 start since 2013. I think they go home and win the home opener for themselves today against the Seahawks. Patriots, Dolphins. Dolphins got crushed last week against the Ravens, by the way. And Lamar Jackson... Trolling everybody with his running back pose when really he had a perfect QB rating. Against an NFL team, I don't care who you're playing, that's huge. Dolphins actually, because they're 5 and 1 at home against the Patriots, might win. We'll see how they handle AB, Antonio Brown, this week as well as he's on the field for the Pats. But I think the Dolphins win it. Uh, score 20 to 
16. Dolphins. Jaguars, Texans. That one can go literally any way, I think. Texans had a bad loss against the Saints. Jaguars got dominated by Mahomes and the Chiefs. Then I go with the Chiefs. The Texans, even though in road openers against Doug Marone, under Doug Marone's tenure, Jaguars are 2-0, but I think Texans take it this uh, this day at home against the Jaguars. Uh, 23-20 is my score there. Vikings-Packers, another big game today. As Packers look to win their seventh straight home opener. They had a weird 17-punt victory over the Bears. I give them the win at home. But it'll be a high-scoring one. 30-27 Packers. Chargers-Lions. Chargers actually looking for the first time since 2012 to start 2-0 against a Lion team that did have a tie against a, blowing the lead against the Cardinals last week. I think the Chargers take it simply because of that blown game by Detroit last Sunday. 49ers, Bengals. Jimmy Garoppolo for the Niners, 1-0. I give them the win over the Bengals. Give them 24, 23-16, 49ers. Cardinals, Ravens, huh? Another one where the Cardinals fought back. Ravens demolished the Dolphins. Cardinals came back against the Lions last week at home. On the road against Lamar Jackson. Got to give the Ravens that one. I say 30-20. Ravens win it. Chiefs-Raiders. That'll be a good one today. Uh, Mahomes goes into Oakland and beats up on on Oakland. Considering Chiefs are also 10-2 against the Raiders in the Andy Reid era. So 2-0 go the Chiefs. Another 30-20 win for Kansas City uh, and for the picks here in Week 2. Saints-Rams, 425 start in Los Angeles. i got to give it to the Saints. I think they're hungry against the Rams. i got to give this one to the Saints on the road. They'll be hungry. 23-16 is my score. 23-20 is my score for the Saints. Bears-Broncos, both very bad losses last week. Broncos probably win it. Then again, who knows? But I say Broncos 24-17 to against the Bears in mile high. Tonight, Eagles-Falcons. Eagles, a gritty win against the Redskins. Give them the win against the Falcons on the road. 2017, Eagles will defeat the Falcons in Sunday Night Football. Then tomorrow night, Jets, Browns, mono alert again. And I think the Browns have it. I know they looked pretty bad last week, but I think they have it against the Jets at home at MetLife Stadium. Browns will take it 20-17. to So there are my picks for the week. There's my thoughts on the sports scene right now. Let's see what happens. Giants on the way in just a few minutes. I'm Alexander Garrett on Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you soon.
Very soon, in fact. Tell you more about it when we're back on Spreaker.com. I'm Alexander Garrett. Thanks for listening wherever you may be. Alex.Garrett21 is my email. Alex.G-A-R-R-E-T-T-21 at Yahoo.com. And then my Alex G in NYC. Alex G-I-N-N-Y-C is my Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening and enjoy today's Day of Sports.